Welcome to She Who Believes, the podcast. for our declaration and it comes from Luke 1 and verse 45. This week we'll be declaring it from the King James Version. We ask that you do two things. That when you get to the word she or woman, depending on which version you choose, you can choose whichever version you prefer. But this week we're doing it from the King James Version. When you get to that word, replace that word with your name. Make this declaration personal and then believe it. Those are the two things we ask. And even if you can't do those things yet, we'll still ask you to declare it with us because we know very soon as you declare the word of God, you're going to see it manifest in your life. So here we go. And blessed is Vivian that believed for there shall be a performance of those things which were told to her from the Lord. Great day. You're listening to the podcast, She Who Believes, and I am your host, Vivian Bell, and I am indeed She Who Believes. I'm really excited today. I know I say that often. I probably say it every time I get on this podcast um, because it excites me to share the word of God to help um, build the faith of people, the people of God. Um, Faith, man, to believe God is our strength. It's our power. It's our weapon against the enemy. And again, if you don't believe that, let's go to Ephesians 6. And I want to say it's round verse 11 or 12. I could be wrong, but where it says, and above all these things, take up the shield of faith with, with for which you can quench all the fiery darts of the enemy. So if I'm coming at you, if I'm coming at your mind, if I'm coming at your finances, if I'm coming at your children, if I'm trying to steal your faith, Why would that be my motivation as your enemy if your faith didn't harm me? And then the Lord's word tells us that it's the only thing that can quench all of the fiery darts of the enemy. How do you get faith? By believing the word of God. So here we are at She Who Believes, talking about faith, talking about belief. I'm super excited today because... Man, everywhere I've turned, and I and I and I know I probably say this often, but I I don't know how else to exp- explain the experience that I've had with God since I um decided to actually walk um according to His word and really just go in the direction of what I believed and knew His word was speaking to me. So I've shared with you guys before about how I was raised in the denomination I was raised in. Um, it was considered a non-denomination, yet they believe they are the only ones that are going to heaven. They believe that they are the only, there, there were just a lot of things and nothing against the people. It was just their upbringing. And sometimes when you're brought up in a thing and you are, um, you, 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 you're given a certain perspective, a certain perception of the word of God. But anyway, long story short, growing up, I would sit in church and I would hear like they would sp- preach a certain thing. And no matter which sister congregation you went to, they always stopped at a certain verse in a certain chapter. And I didn't even mean to go into all of this, but here we go. We're out here now. And so, but I would hear the Lord say, but you're going to tell my people this, or you're going to tell my people that. And it would break my heart, not because God was speaking to me, which I didn't even realize was an even bigger thing than what I was crying over. I was crying because I knew 
first of all, that it was the voice of God. And um, not because I was so deathly afraid of him, not that I don't reverence and fear God, don't get me wrong, but because I knew obeying God would cause me to walk away from this situation, right? But nonetheless, I always felt this love of God. I always felt that there was more to God. I always just believed the full word of God, right? So anyway, um, long story short, I, 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 I didn't always get confirmation. I got, thank you for pulling me back. Holy spirit. I didn't always get confirmation for the words I was studying or what God was speaking to me, um, under the ministry I was sitting under. Well, the moment I decided, Lord, I trust you. I believe your word. I know you're calling me to something else. I know you are, are doing something different in my life. If you show me the path, I'm going to take it. Ever since that point, literally, I, I'm not kidding you guys. Every single time I am, I study the word of God or God gives me a devotional because sometimes I purchase devotionals or Bible studies. And I, and in my mind, I'm going to, I got to finish this Bible study because I got the checklist brain, right? And I'm going to check this off my list. Not, not to make myself feel good, but I have that the checklist keep me focused and helps me be uh, productive. And I feel like that's something that God gave me, right? So anyway, um, I would think I'm going to go through this Bible study, but then it would, there would be this pause in my spirit and I'll be led to a different Bible study. I'm sharing all this with you guys because I want to remind you not to get stuck in your day to day, your checkpoints and all of those things, but to let the spirit guide you. And so back to where I was in the beginning, I know I circled all the way around, but stay with me. It's going to bless you. Um, I, as I, every time I study the word, there's not one time that I'm talking about on a day-to-day basis that God does not confirm his word in my life or confirm his word in some way because I go to church and pastor will preach no matter who the pastor is, whether it's our our, our senior pastor, uh, one of our um, associate pastor, a pastor who came through and pastor said, hey, I, I feel led to let him speak a word to the congregation today, whether it's I turn on YouTube and I say, Lord, guide me to the message you want me to hear today. And you you control my YouTube flow, right? And I know you might think that's nuts, but I'm telling you, that's how me and God get down. So um, anyway, no matter how that flows, there's not a day, a week, a month that goes by that there isn't a confirming word somewhere. And yesterday, oh my, yesterday, he just wrapped that thing up for me. So anyway, God's been talking to me. I've shared with you guys about grace and how I realized that God's been talking to me about grace for decades, titling my books about grace. I'm giving me ideas for shirts about grace, um, journals about grace and just grace, his grace, his grace, his grace, right? And to me, it was like, well, he wants me to get this message of grace out. But as I've shared with you guys, before God always makes you go through a thing and puts that thing in you and makes it flow through you before you are able to really be effective in that place. Right? So anyways, in his grace, he's talked to me about his love and who he is. When I tell y'all God has been bringing this love thing home and because I've told y'all before the love of God changed my life. It was the love of God that kept me while my family walked away from me because I chose to go and worship in a different place. It was the grace of God that kept me through divorce. It was the grace of God that kept me through every single thing. It was his love and his grace, right? It's knowing that God loves me. Even when I felt unloved, even when I felt unworthy, when I felt like I was not lovable, but when I was so broken and I didn't even realize it, and my child at the age of eight had to call it out to me and say, Hey, you're tripping on this man because I don't know why. He goes, You're you're you're, you're mean. He's like, I nobody could have ever convinced me that you would be mean, he said. But you know, he 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 called me out on that thing. But anyway, the love of God has kept me, right? But this week, back to my title, which I didn't give you yet, right? Is because of me. 
It is not because of us that we have any of the things we have. But so often we can be um, tricked into believing that what I do and who I am determines how God loves me and blesses me. Sometimes that comes from broken childhood, whether you were a person who had multiple children in your family and a one parent home or two parent home and they were doing the best they can or whether you were molested and you were blamed or whether your family fought all the time and you were blamed, whether you were in a situation like me where you're one of your parents and your siblings attempted to kill you on a regular basis. And then you get in that place of thinking like, oh, this is because of me. So we carry this, this lie that it's because of me. I want, I pray to God, someone gets set free the way that God has finally broken some things off my life because it's a process, right? We've talked about that before, but he, I feel like this thing is broken because it's really settled in my spirit. And again, I know God will give me additional revelation of his word. The more we study it, the more we seek him, but I need some Someone today to understand that God made his mind up about you long time ago. So it does not matter what you've done, who you did it with, where you've been. He didn't make his mind up on you based on your actions. And think about this. He's known all of our actions since since before the beginning of time. So we know the beginning from time, like, oh, he created the earth, but God has existed before that. And we were always a thought in his mind. We were always a thought. And and, and that's okay because thoughts manifest into words and his words create. And so the same thing with us, we get a vision and we think about it. He gives us a dream and we begin to speaking and we begin to believe it because we hear ourselves speaking and we begin to make faith moves towards it and it manifests in our life all because it started with the thought that God planted in our spirits and we made a choice to believe him for the dream he put in us right so we were a thought but you've always been a thought you were always a thought because the word tells us before the beginning of time Jesus was the answer right that he had already chosen him as the lamb to come and save us so he knew what was going to happen And you are always a decision of God. You are always a choice of God. It doesn't matter what home you came through, what womb you came through. And and when you look back at it, ask God to show you his purpose. And I know you might feel there was no purpose. I was abandoned. I was orphaned. I was raped. I was molested. I was all of these horrible things. How was there purpose in that? Well, I'm going to bless you because there was purpose where I was. There was purpose in a home where I have for the life of me tried to look back and remember when a specific parent ever just sat still and loved on me. And and I'm not, and I'm not judging my parent or saying, oh, they should have had more time or they should have did this wisely. I'm talking about like, literally I've asked the Lord seeking him on my face, just saying, Lord, show me where was there a moment that that person actually showed me love. And it wasn't always a put down, a cut down. You're too stupid to write. You won't do this. You'll be a whore because you're always hugging people's husbands. Now, mind you, this came from a a parent as a little child. And anybody who knows me knows I love loving on people. I love giving hugs. I believe that hugs are, 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 they're therapeutic, but they're spiritual too. Cause like, I don't know, like I can hug people and I feel like God is just in that moment, you know, like he hugs them through me and sometimes hugs me through other people. Um, but anyways, I, 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 I'm not sitting here. I'm sharing these things, not because I want anyone to be, Oh my, her life was so horrible. No, sweetheart. I have no regrets about my life. I, I wouldn't change a thing when I was younger. I would have, but I, I look back now. I wouldn't be who I am. This podcast would not exist without every single moment. I'm sharing this because I want you to know that 
me sharing it, me speaking on it is valid because I went through some things. I've been broken. I've been hurt and the enemy attempted to destroy me. But the love of God, the love that he made a decision about loving me before I ever existed, before time existed, before this world existed, he made his mind up about me, about you. He's no respecter of persons. We just have to believe that he made his mind up about us. See, that's our power. That's our weapon. That's what we believe. And that's what holds us together. And so even if you don't believe me, I'm going to give you Romans 8, 31 through 39. Today, I'm reading it from the New International Version. And it reads so beautifully as follows. What then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? It is God who justifies. Who then is the one who condemns? No one. Christ Jesus who died. More than that, who was raised to life is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword (laughs) as it is written. For your sake, we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No, (laughs) in all these things, we are more than conquerors. Through him who loved us, meaning past tense, already a decision made. For I am convinced, I, Vivian Denise Bell, daughter of Lawrence and Everjanelle Bell, sister of Lawrence and Jennifer and Marshannon, mother of Sierra and Christopher, I am convinced, daughter of God, woman of God, podcaster, blogger, writer, all of these titles mean nothing other, uh, they're nothing above the title of daughter of God. I, Vivian Denise Bell, daughter of the most high God, I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us, me and you, yes, you, from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. So this love that drove God to create us out of dirt and breathe his breath into us, to give us dominion and victory over all things, this God who loved us enough to send Jesus to shed his blood for our salvation, this God. This God so full of love is still full of love for you today because neither death nor height nor breath nor demons or angels or things present or things in the future or any other power, height nor death, nothing can separate you from his love except that love today because sweetheart, it is not because of anything that you've done. It is strictly because of his love for you. And because he loves you, he'll bless you. He'll forgive you. He'll save you. He'll ma- he he will um justify you. He will encourage you. He will strengthen you. He will build you up. He will protect you. He will provide for you. He will keep you safe in the shadow of his wings. 
hide in his wings, under his wings, in his presence, where there is fullness of joy. All these things because he loves you. The next time the enemy comes, your thoughts come and attack your mind. And he comes and should I say the enemy attacks your thoughts? Because you might think, oh, I've always thought this way and I've got to fight it. Yes, there are uh, uh tips and uh, things that we use, strategies that we use to reframe our mind and renew our mind. And we do it through the word of God. And then there are uh, practical uh, tools that we can use as well that really are based from the word of God that will help us to renew our mind and change our thought process. But you have to understand that even if that process, that thought pattern pattern started when you were younger, that was uh, the enemy looking and saying, hey, she's great. He's great. I got to stop them now. So the next time these thoughts come against you, The simple answer is, no, it's not because of me. You're right. I don't deserve it. You're right. I don't earn it. You're right. I did all that stuff that you're bringing to my mind to remind me of how dirty I was. But his blood keeps cleansing me. It cleanseth me. And so you say to the enemy, you say out loud, you speak to your mind, you speak over every thought and you say, but he loves me. And God ain't changing his mind. He is the same. He has always been God. He will be God today, tomorrow, and forevermore. And he said he's unchanging. And see, that's one thing that's beautiful about God. I used to I used to get angry when I would hear that part in the Bible because God doesn't change. But that was because my perception, my perspective of who God was, was warped. Oh, it was so disturbed. Not because I was disturbed and like uh, demented or anything like that. I just lacked a full understanding of who God was. But God's love will always be your victory. Because it is his love that drives him. It is his love that covers you in his grace. It is his love that keeps you and pushes back your consequences and says not today. It is his love that says, no, 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 no. You ain't touching her. You ain't hitting her car today. I'm going to need my angels to busy yourselves and go on and protect her today. Go on and provide for her. Go ahead and you hear her speaking faith. So I need you to go ahead and take this blessing and let it sit right down on her. It's the same God who, when you sit at a desk and you are speaking to your children and you're declaring, but before... That I believe God that before we wake up in the morning, he is going to send what we stand in need of. And before you can lay your head down on the pillow, he's already deposited the money in your account. The same God, not because you deserved it, but because he's promised to take care of you. And you believed him. Somebody's listening today and you're at your end. Whether it's at the end of your finances, the end of your wits, the end of your job, the end of your marriage, the end of you are at the end of something or the looming. There's a fear looming of I'm at the end of now I got to walk through this thing again. Now I'm going to have to change jobs again. Now this ain't going to really go so well, Lord God. And maybe there's this fear of that's trying to loom over you to say, hey, but if you say that to your boss, Or if you step back and let this happen at work, you got repercussions. But God is saying, hey, trust me, let this flow out the way I'm telling you. Or if God is saying, pull back and don't say anything to your child. That's my child too. Let me speak. Whatever it is that you're facing and you feel like I'm at the end and I don't know what to do, baby, that's the perfect place to be. Because when you're out of everything, you don't run out of anything because you still have the love of God and he is always with you as his child. He will never leave you nor forsake you. So again, if you've done all that you know to do, you made every faith move God told you to make, baby, throw your hands in the air and say, God, I'm surrendering. I'm giving all this to you. Well, Lord, here I am. I've done what I could. Now I'm going to need you to do the rest. And then walk away like he's done it already. Cause see, that's that faith that he moves on. Like when that man said, Hey, you you don't, the centurion, um, 
So just said, I, I don't deserve to have you come under my roof. I'm a man of authority also. So I understand it on this level of authority, but you are the Christ. Speak a word and my servant will be healed. And the Lord said, because of your faith, go home, your servant is healed. Have that faith today. Even if you feel like it's not much, and even if you're pressing through oppression, baby, keep pushing back. Keep pushing back on the darkness that's coming to attack your mind. Keep pushing back on the thing that came to attack your finances and your your peace and your marriage and your joy. You know, push back with the word of God. He loves me, so I know he's gonna come save me. And Lord, I don't care what your salvation looks like. I don't care whether you save me by evicting me and then sending me to a better place. I don't care if it, and I know you're like, what? I don't want to get evicted. Trust me, I understand more than you know. But if if that's what it has to look like for me to get what you have for me, then Lord, do what you do because I trust your love. I trust your faithfulness. So you who are at the end, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. I love you. I'm praying for you. I declare that today will be your best day of this year yet. And every day to come will continue to multiply on top of that. I decree it to be so in Jesus name. Have a blessed and wonderful week. I'll meet you back here next time at the podcast. She who believes. God bless you. You are listening to the podcast, She Who Believes. Thank you for joining us today. May your faith be counted unto you as righteousness.